Welcome to Openly Gamer Theater's production of Polyabhorrent, A Chronicles of Darkness, Promethean the Created, Actual Play. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Coffin Joe. My name's Maddie. I'm playing Desire, also known as Dez. This is Shannon. I'm playing Audio Speeches. I'm Dan, and I'll be playing Stitcher. I'm Brandon, and I'll be playing Gideon Gray. Content warning. This has elements of body horror, violence, and other mature themes that may not be suitable for all audiences. drive down to Madrid, which is about a 30-minute drive. Madrid Bottoms is a ghost town abandoned since the flood of 93. There's a couple of places that the video shows. There's the Enos Brothers Wonder World, which is an abandoned amusement park. (laughs) I'm telling people about the urban legend of Mary Marvin. It all started in 1993 with the Great Flood. You know, the flood in 93 is a big deal. There was a motel. It was called the Rivercrest Motel, and the circus was in town. And there was a clown performer. His name is Mary Marvin, and he was uh, was an okay clown. Let's be real. Like, are clowns ever really good? Clowns are creepy. Never. The waters kept rising and rising and rising. Finally, a rescue team came with a helicopter. And Marvin, he helped all the children. There were like 20-some-odd kids. And he helped all the children onto the helicopter. And then he got into the helicopter. And the helicopter couldn't take off. No. So Marvin got out with a promise that they would be back for him. Yeah. And they never came. Why? You'll have to ask FEMA. Because he's a clown. FEMA? (laughs) FEMA. Hashtag FEMA. Hashtag clown hate. (laughs) (laughs) And now, to this day, Marvin haunts all of the Madrid bottoms, especially the amusement park and probably that motel, but definitely the caves. And also he's a Prometheus named Ralph and he's really cool. Most of the time. I mean, there's probably also a ghost. Why didn't you just say that at the beginning? I'm really confused now. Wait, is Marvin real or are we going to meet some guy named Roth? All right, so the urban legend is, you know, that part's real. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there may or may not be a ghost. Oh, there is, for sure. Yeah, probably. Absolutely definitely. not. But Roth is I'll let a... You know when I get there. Okay, cool. Roth is an acquaintance of mine. He kind of uses the legend for his benefit so that people, like, <gasps> Wait, leave him alone. He's Scooby-Dooing it? Definitely. Oh, is that's cool. Roth, the clown in the video, biting someone's head off? I don't think he did that. 
they, the video yeah, was yeah. a hoax. He did not bite someone's head off. Yeah, see? I didn't look at it because uh, someone uploaded it to my account, but I'm pretty sure that he was right and it was a hoax. Mm. Well, Which it, means that perhaps these hunters are in on the hoax. It's possible. I just want to investigate that symbol. That is all that I'm here for, just to make sure that everything is fine. And if everything is fine, then that's great. And we can all go home and be happy. Air quotes. I'm always home. Hashtag van life. Oof. Did you tell them that this was going to be dangerous? I am never happy or unhappy. <laughs> what do you mean dangerous? It's just a, it's just just a story. Gonna, we're just going to go see my buddy Ron. No, that's no, the Stygian, he's a good guy. The Stygian Mark. What's Did that? Carver used to be a clown? Was a Stygian. Some horrible thing from ancient Egypt, I think. Either way, it doesn't matter. Know. It's a mark, and it denotes Pandorans and Sentamati. You're all your lives are all in danger going down here. What I know about Pandorans, or yeah, that's one of the reasons why Prometheans move around so much is their presence and their pyros fire up Pandorans anytime they're near. Then they attack because they want to eat you. So do Prometheans usually turn into Pandorans ever? No, Pandorans are when a Promethean is being created and it's botched, they become Pandorans. Okay, so the Promethean I know, Roth, wouldn't turn in, no. like, as far as my, I know. Right. What sometimes happens is these paths that the Prometheans take on their road, their, their pilgrimage, sometimes lead them to what's called the Path of Flux or Sentamani. They embrace their freakdom. And they decide, I'm never going to be human. I'm just going to be the monster they think I'm going to be. They kind of turn from that path, and they become true monsters. Roth is not a Pandoran. No. He's a nice guy. He just wants care. to be alone. You're deluded, what? young lady. How am, I del- how am I deluded? When I sent my initial group chat, I denoted that there would be a potential of danger. And I thought that was a joke. Nobody seemed to take me seriously. However, I believe there might be some danger, but it's not going to be Roth. Wait, is there going to be actual danger? I thought we were just posting memes. I believed it's you, but our lives are disposable. Roth has fallen. He's, he's sent to Monty Except now. yours. Oh, no, okay. he's a nice guy. He wouldn't do that. We're getting nowhere by arguing about this. We should just go and look. And we should take caution when we look. This sounds real bad, especially for me. Okay, I'm pulling up Google Maps. Where is the location where this scene occurred? Madrid Bottoms Fairgrounds is right on the river. It's like right where the Mississippi River actually kind of does a north turn and then cuts back down. Definitely in the floodplain. And right now, the floodwaters are receding, so some of this area is still underwater. Especially this particular fairgrounds that at one point there was a levee protecting it. That levee was destroyed in 93 and they just never rebuilt. You Google Maps it, you can take uh, I-55 south down to Madrid Bottoms, but then you're probably going to have to take a like an access road to get that far close to the river because for the most part, the Corps of Engineers have blocked everything off. So uh, in terms of miles, how far is this from where we are right now? Currently, like as you're traveling, at this point, probably about 10 miles away. And is... Addy vaguely on that course. Oh, yeah. Then I don't want to say or do anything. Okay. I'm spot on that course. You actually get to this point uh, where Google Maps is like you're trying to get to Enos Brothers Wonderworld ruins, and there's an access road. It has a barricade up. 
the floodwaters have receded enough where the sandbags aren't wet or anything like that. But there's certainly some, you know, river slime and stuff like that uh, on the side of this raised access road that leads closer to the river. But you're going to have to do something about the barricade. And it's not like a checkpoint. It's just steel bar across the road. All right. Adios, Speedwagon stays here. Let's go. We're hoofing it. I mean, we can do that if you'd like. Yeah. Come on. Let's use our chevrolet legs. Is anyone opposed? No. This is the longest I've been in a car in a while. She's a terrible driver, too. She's not. She's a good driver. Enos Brothers sounds like Penis Brothers, which is incestuous, <laughs> and humans find this funny. I laugh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I found this on the internet. I thought you weren't supposed to believe everything you read on the internet. Stitcher, you're great. You're the he best. He laughed. This fact is true. Yeah, he's, he's right. It is funny. This is what we call a test. <laughs> We're all going to die today. Gramps, do you even know about the internet? Do you even mean, bro? Oh, no. I know that there's a thing called the internet. It's a series of tubes. <laughs> it's it's tubes and tubes. wires. <laughs> <laughs> and ones and zeros go back and forth across it. Let's take a selfie, and I get a selfie with Joe. <laughs> You're old, but I will remember you after you're gone. The Japanese care about that. Thank you. You're welcome. But we are not gone yet, so let's continue. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee their safety. I will guarantee their safety. All right. Are any of you armed? Um, uh, I'm armed with my... Arms! Hey, what sign am I armed? Look, no. I have no. I have a lot of things that I can do that will make me armed. You're not a fighter. <laughs> no, I'm not. So on my character sheet, I am. Yeah. So you can have a, a bag that uh, you brought with you. To be fair, Des did say, yeah, this be will be dangerous. So yeah. you have what you normally bring. You have taken a okay. self-defense class. Yeah. I have so a shotgun. Can, as per usual, I'm armed with my good looks and personality. The most dangerous of all. You park the van on the side, and you're now walking down this access I, road. I pat it and say, rest well. Carver is like, uh, you want me to come with you, or what do you want me to do? Yeah, I need you to keep an eye on Gideon, actually. He kind of looks at the van, and he looks back at you, and he says, that thing needs some serious maintenance. Are you wanting to fix it for her? No. Okay. It just doesn't feel right. I'm with you. What do you mean? Just something ain't right with it. I like how Carver is like more up to date than you are. There's no, the, the vibes just aren't, just aren't right. Just aren't chilling. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're jiving right. Something's wrong with it. Is riding in it dangerous to get him? Then I'm not going to get back into it. You're having this conversation with out the tree. Loud, <laughs> with the tree. And then Stitcher says, is riding in the van. I mean, do I hear Carver? No, nobody hears Oh, Carver. my bad. I thought everybody heard so Carver. Your, no, no, no. No, no I like that you still said that. You only hear from his end. Okay. So everything I thought he we says, all heard Carver. you okay. hear. So, yeah. He's looking at the van going, what's wrong with it? Is riding in the van dangerous to get in? I don't know. Carver says it is. What do you think? I look at the tree. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And then look back to you. <laughs> this tree is mounting my van now? <laughs> This is a classic, okay? And I, well... Listen, not- you know how I work, right? I feel things. Carver and I, we feel that the van's not, not safe. You're more literal. My van you is safe. You tell me if the van is safe. Okay, I go back to the van. Oh my goodness. And I pop the hood. <laughs> okay. If you break my van, Stitcher, I this better your van. run. You can evaluate it, but if you mess it up, so help me... <laughs> It's a it's a '68 VW bus. So you're in the back, yeah. Yeah. So you okay? Up, yeah. So you open up the back, and it's like held together with, with. I'm like right over his shoulder, and I'm ready to like slap his hand away. 
you know it's working. You know it works just fine. It gets you where you need to go. And you very rarely need to actually work on it because you ha- you know well enough to know you need to change the oil. You need to make sure that it's serviced at certain times and things like that. Now, this is an, uh, a late 60s model VW bus. So it's not like it's got a computer. It's not going to tell you when something's right. wrong. So you know it works. It seems to work okay. Stitcher, you can go ahead and make your uh, make your roll. Two successes. Okay. The engine has been rebuilt at one point. I wouldn't say recently, probably within the last 20 years, it was rebuilt. When the van lifers do their van life, that they usually rebuild the engine. Okay. So probably like in the last seven years okay. or so, so. So within the last seven, you know, 10 to seven years, this thing has been rebuilt. You know so much about the van life. <laughs> I know. You know equally enough to be watched all those videos together. That's true. <laughs> Don't but, try to throw me under the bus about no, that. No, I'm just, I wouldn't, under I wouldn't have. Under the van. Under the van, yeah. I wouldn't have said anything about, I didn't even think about them doing the engine or something. Like, you've retained do. all this information, and mine was more curiosity about how cool they got these things into small spaces. I mean, I would have, I told you, I legitimately told you, I would have loved to do that right out of high school. Mm. Like, if van life were a thing when I was 18, I would have fucking van lifed. <laughs> oh my god. Van life has been a thing since the 1960s. So <laughs> Stitcher, what you determine is, yes, it has been rebuilt. You could probably, by virtue of using some modern techniques, could probably increase the engine efficiency, the fuel efficiency, all that relatively easily. But well, he's not paying for the gas, so I don't care about that. I'm just like, is this thing going to blow up or no. put a cylinder head in his lap or something? No, no. Okay, then I close it, I close it back up. See, I told you, it's perfectly fine. It is not perfectly fine, but it is adequately safe. Okay, it's as perfectly fine as a 68 Volkswagen van can be. Car- <laughs> so offended, but this is great. <laughs> Carver says to you, three hippies were killed in that van. Oh, three hippies, huh? <laughs> there hip- aren't any hippies in my van. What the hell? <laughs> three That's hippies, what? what we're talking about. Wait. What about I believe hippies? your tree is misinformed, <laughs> or perhaps it is describing another reality in which this you... counterfactual is true. Are they around? Are what around? I can try and look for them, I guess. Yeah, bring them back. I'd love to meet them. Bring no. who back? You who the... me... What are what you are talking, talking about? about? You want me to attach them to the van? <laughs> if you can find them, I'm sure they'd love to see their old living grounds. Joe, what are you doing? Joe. Okay. Who the I'll hell be right are you back. Hey, Carver doesn't. Uh, Carver said that uh, three hippies were murdered in that What's van. What's a Carver? So Carver he's going to find you this. Okay. You're going to haunt this van? We're just going to talk to him. What? <laughs> You're going to haunt my van? Actually, that'd be pretty cool. Do you think it'd show up on the videos? Oh my God. I got to get some 35 millimeter. <laughs> she deserves it, okay? I, I can't. She deserves even... it. Let's... You brought me here. We need to go find this. We are so close. To our destination. <laughs> and I literally, I want somebody to run over my head right now. Let's go. <laughs> Lay down. She didn't really mean that. That was a figure of speech. It's a, it's one of her human mannerisms that she's, she's working on. While he's talking to his tree, I'm going to start walking directly toward the point where this video was taken. Okay. So you just start, like, moving towards the, the objective. Yeah, Des is going to head in that direction, too. Do I know where Roth lives? No, the, no, no. I mean, he, you you encountered him and you've talked to him, but usually it was like right on the access road. You learned about him. You were going to go check it out. You, he may have even shown you around the old amusement park and things like that. But you don't know exactly where he stays. But on the video, it shows the horror hunters go through the haunted 
uh, amusement park to the other side where the motel was. So you have to go through the motel or through the the amusement park to get to the motel. And is it half underwater right now? The motel is, yes. Okay, but the amusement park's not? Correct. Okay. So I'll follow Des and, and Stitcher. They're like walking ahead of me. And I'm like, it's on the other side of the music. I've been, I've, Ross showed me it. Listen. It's, just come on. You know she deserves it. Besides, have you spoken to a dead human before? Yes. Stitcher has. Are you guys going to kill me? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm like gripping my bag very tightly. <laughs> do we have to haunt the van at this moment, or can we do it another time? Listen, I'm going with you right now. I'm just saying, I don't expect to find much here. He already said the video is fake. Not I all of it. just want to make sure Lana was concerned. We're going. Now we have another opportunity to go further on our pilgrimage by talking to a dead human. Or three. Uh, not you. I'm not sure okay. if that will help. You don't know, though. We're doing a seance? Yeah. <gasps> a really shitty seance. Hits. This is the best day. Are we going to hold hands in the dark and say <laughs> Ross's name three times? Is that how it works? Ross not dead. One of us must eventually might panic. Well, hold on. Let Roth me finish setting up dead. my new phone. I want to take pictures of this. Roth also might, you know, we might have to kill Roth. What? I thought he was cool. Roth's cool, man. We won't have to kill Roth. Okay, you walk up front. Okay. I will walk up front. I'm still walking. I have never stopped. In this. All right. So as you're passing through the Enos Brothers Wonder World <laughs> amusement park. I, I'm pointing penis. out stuff that Roth has shown me yep. the whole time. Yep. Penis Brothers. <laughs> yeah. You do an image search Stitch of Penis Brothers. It. Yeah. The attractions of the abandoned amusement park. All right. So over here is the Golden Eagle. It's like this really awesome roller coaster. Uh, and over here, this one. Well, I mean, I don't know. I never actually got to ride it because it's been closed for like... Forever. Uh, anyway, this one's Saddleback Sally's Bucking Bronco. Uh, it's just like a bunch of mechanical horses. That too sounds sexual. Oh I mean, God. it kind of is, but it's not. It's like sometimes people get on them and like they think it's sexy or whatever. I don't know. But so most of the time they just fall. It's pretty cool. Most things that humans make are sexualized. Look at rockets. What? What are you talking about? You've ruined rockets for me. Sorry. What's wrong with rockets? They look like a penis. What? Oh, this is hot. Carl's hot dog stand. <laughs> is Carl hot? Wait, 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 wait. You can't just throw out hot Carl fucking hot dog stand. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what if fucking Eric knew that shit was going to? God damn it. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, and over here's the Grand Prix Racers, uh, the go-karts, you know. It's a track. I don't think any of the go-karts work. And here's the sex dungeon. <laughs> no, it's just, if I want to add, add some more, I put three X's. And here's the sex dungeon. No, it's like, I was going to encourage you guys to come up with any if you had any. Uh, sex dungeon. Yeah. Uh, there has to be a uh, mirror, House of Mirrors. House of Mirrors, yeah. Over here's the Tunnel of Love, House oh. of Mirrors. Do you get like a willpower back because you found a, tower, a thing of love or something? Oh, uh, humans have to show you the love. Oh. Oh. So you have to see somebody like witness some, it. Somebody lay down their coat so that way the other person doesn't walk on glass or something. If the tunnel of love was actively being used, then you might be getting <laughs> yeah. a willpower. Right. You'd be overflowing. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Piney Pete's Ping Pong Palace. It's, you know, the cup game. I know. You throw ping pongs at the cups and knock them down. And they're in the pyramid shape. You know, you can win toys. That is not the Olympic rules for table tennis. 
<laughs> As you come over this hill now, you're looking down into this like waterlogged area. This whole area had been kind of cordoned off, so there's no like police tape or anything like that. And you do see this mostly submerged building. There's a path that leads up to it. There was a levee that broke for this or something? A, a long time ago. Okay. Because, like, that's a lot of goddamn water to still be there and no one did anything about well, it. Well, yeah, it, the, the levee broke in 93. They just, no. they, what they did was the Corps of Engineers just was like, this whole area is fucked. It's done. We're never going to build, nobody should build down here anymore. Let's just build this levee up over here to support and yeah. just let this. Maybe it was already a scandal because they weren't, they shouldn't have built there in the first place or right. something. Right, right. So yeah. this is where your friend lives? Adios? Uh, just Addy and probably, I don't know exactly where he lived. He always met me at the access road and like showed me around and stuff. Eric, I'm going to use my ability to let me sense any flux manifestations. Okay. In 40 yards. All right. Three successes. The 10 explodes. Yeah. Did uh, So as you're getting closer to this water line, and you can tell that to get to, like, the office area and then the rest of the rooms and whatnot, you're going to have to, like, go in about knee-deep water uh, to get to the very beginning of the motel. The farther you go into the the building itself, or at least the outside rooms and whatnot, some of them are a lot more underwater than others. And as you're walking up, like, you start getting into this water and walking, Joe, you fire off. You And it is only active, too. Active flux. Dormant Dormant stuff. Pandorans wouldn't. Okay. You ping. You pick up flux coming from one of the farthest west rooms. And it's a considerable amount. Whatever we're looking for is that way. It's on the third floor. Second room from the right. Okay. It actually goes down a hill. The first two floors are completely submerged. So then that one is like partially submerged do we have to swim to it no but you'd have to like go up the stairs here and then walk across like the balcony to get to where you're going you said you were going first i would not recommend that that is ill-advised i'm walking right in there okay Uh, yeah i am too i'll go okay Okay. Uh, I'll yes. go first, as I said. You get to... Uh, He's probably faster than me. Stitcher's probably faster than me, though. Well, he never stopped. So. So. Yeah, I, I <laughs> never like stopped. Terminator. Just, he never stops. Yeah, just, just keep walking. Yeah. So you get to room 315, and that's the last room. The one room beyond that you can see look like the west face of the building may have uh, succumbed to the weather and just dilapidation and just has fallen out so the last real room is 315 on that side and as you're standing there like there's water up to you know maybe mid calf stitcher as you're walking up and you get there prometheans don't register hot and cold real well you're standing there and everybody else is kind of filing up gideon as you're getting closer the water's getting colder (sighs) at this point it's like sticking your foot in a cooler that had ice in it, and it's just barely melted. Oh, uh, God. I'm recording all of this. How are you guys still walking through this? It's so cold. Urban exploration! We don't feel hot and cold the way you do. What? Would you like me to carry you? No, I'm okay. Aren't you radioactive? Wouldn't that fucking kill me? <laughs> no, he, he has uh, his <laughs> core. Like- yeah. Unless he actually opens up raw with, like, a torrent explosion or something. Yeah. His radiation is. Uh, then sealed. I'll be. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll do a piggyback ride. Let's do that. Let him do a piggyback ride. I'm on this fucking grotesque as fuck person. <laughs> man, oh. you don't know it. He's just this I bald know. guy. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Like, oh man, that's so gross. So, have you seen his true form as we're walking up? Have you seen him? Like, really seen him? Yeah. What are you talking about? He's right here. Has he ever really seen you? Yes, I am right here. That is not. That's that my is- man right there. 
and I pat his chest. I'm just <laughs> really curious why Gideon's around us. <laughs> you're you're conundrum. To each his own, I guess, right? You guys are kind of weird too, but pretty cool. You're pretty cool too. Thanks, man. Hey. Gideon is very cool. I used that right, right? Uh, yeah. Double entendre. Hey, nice. Yeah. The divine, the flame thinks you are both cool and not cool. I'm then disappointed because I'm like, oh, yeah, he didn't actually mean it. Because <laughs> I take everything you say now as like, you say it, but you probably mean it this way. <laughs> Bro, I think you're cool. Thanks. So the water has gotten really cold. Stitcher, you see that the door frame and everything is glazed in ice. You see this, Stitcher, you're seeing it like right in front of you, but everybody else is seeing it too. Which obviously it's not cold enough for that no. to occur. Right. I checked my weather app. It's like 87 outside. What the hell? Look up 1936. I've never been so cold and hot at the same time. Look up May of 1938. Wait, you know how this works? Yes, I know how that works. Because I thought he didn't know how to text. How does he know how to Google? I tried to show him once. He just doesn't like it. Oh, okay. May 1938. All right. Uh, May 1938 cross-referenced with cold. And no, he told me to look up May 1938 and You you Google search that and it's, uh, yeah, you get all kinds of uh, historical stuff. While she's Googling this, I shattered it, guys. (laughs) I'm scrolling. I'm like, is it this one? Is this are you just pushing the door open, or are you? Yep. Look okay. at the weather, and I'm just holding on in this area. <laughs> oh, I'm assuming by this point it's out of the water. I put him back down. No, I'm I'm holding on for dear life. All right, so you push the door open as Eddie is doing her her search. The weather in 1938. This location cross referenced with. You didn't say that. You said look up May of 1938. All right, so I refined my Google search. Okay, because of your frequent Google search, Google already has the algorithm of the things you would be interested in anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the very first hit is an urban legend about a yeah. freak ice storm in May. Dude, May ice storm? What up? Stitcher, you open the door, and what you see is uh, initially the door is it resists because of the frost. Are you going to just like force it? I will attempt to just simply force it. Yeah. Okay. Strength plus athletics check. God damn you for not making a brawling. Oh yeah. Stitcher, well, that may not be the best idea. You don't give a shit. Yeah, what you I have think. no athletics, so okay. Help me to ditch a die. I'm just warning him. Uh, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and ditch a die. If you want to put uh, willpower into it, you One. could. Two successes oh, anyway. There you go. Just brute strength, hammer, palm, the door goes. It's holding for like a split second and then it just goes. And the hinges just shatter. So I'm on his back and it's like riding Falcor. I'm like, yeah, that's the coolest <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> and the door falls and lands on a sheet of ice. It just kind of slides a little bit. And on the inside, you see the inside of a motel room, which isn't that big. It's like a double, so there's two beds, and then in the back, there's a little, like, nook where it leads to the bathroom. Laying, facing you, sit like, sitting in that little nook, you see this clown. Oh, God. And he's sitting there with his arms, like, resting on, this, on the ice Uh-oh. as the ice is up to about mid-chest as he's, like, slumped into this corner. <laughs> and as he's sitting there, you see his body just kind of twitches a little bit. He's kind of half... Half in, half out the doorway, we'll say. Okay, so his body kind of twitches a little bit as you shove the door down. Oh, oh my God. Get in. Does it, it live or die? Uh, uh. Is it Roth? So you're standing behind Stitcher because you're like the next person in line anyway. Yeah. And yes, it is definitely Roth. He is frozen into the, the ice on the I floor. I put my phone in my pocket. I'm like, that's Roth. That's my friend. Does he look 
Uh, He's just twitching. Don't go over by him. I'm like uh, also trying to get past Stitcher to Roth. Hey, uh, Addie, you said this was your friend, right? Yeah, this is Roth. You're I, sure this thing isn't going to kill us? What is that? Does he have I the wouldn't tattoo go on? over by it. He does not have the tattoo. He doesn't have the tattoo that he had in the video. And I, I whisper, I whisper in Stitcher. I think he lives, but let's see where this goes. All right, so as you're standing there, Stitcher, and uh, Addie's trying to get around you, everybody else is kind of crowding into this door, kind of taking a look to see. He's twitching, he twitches, he twitches. His shoulder separates like it's being ripped, and you see this black fluid start to ooze down his chest. That's just clown blood. His head kind of slumps, and then from the open doorway of the bathroom, you see the head of this white haired jackal poke its head out and it starts lapping up this black goo that's pouring out of it. What what does Promethean blood usually look like? Whatever their humor is, so it's like a Frankenstein is uh, bile, so it's green. One of them's oil, isn't it? One of them is oil. That would be the unfleshed. What would the Osiris? Osiris, uh, I can't remember what theirs is, but that that it is not this. What you're looking at is his vitriol being ripped from his body. And vitriol is the power that powers pyros. As soon as I see that that jackal head, um, Des is going to use one of their abilities that lets them turn into a bargast. Okay. Flim, by the way. Flim for uh, yeah. So. Ew. And he's just like, I, I don't know if you're letting me through or if you're just standing he's, in the doorway. He's waiting his judgment. Uh, so, I mean, he's not per se trying to block anyone, but he's not <laughs> moving either. That thing dies. I point at the yeah. jackal thing. So it's like lapping it, and then it finally reacts as it steps on top of him. It's about a nine-foot-tall jackal person, flowing white mane of hair, and this black symbol is radiating off of its forehead of it. it looks like a half circle with spokes coming off of it and it's just radiating this darkness okay i take out the bone saw from the messenger bag then and i walk right up to it i jumped off of him but i slipped on the ice and fell on my ass let's do initiative so it's 1d10 plus 8 okay I'm minus gonna... your weapons initiative or plus, pen, or plus your yeah, weapon. so plus what, what weapon are you using uh, the shotgun, which is minus four. Okay. Yours is a D10 plus four. Okay. Fully modified, I am at a six. I am at an 11. I am also at a six. I'm at an eight. 11. So Cold Mother goes on 17. Jesus Christ. She had just ripped open this Promethean and then looks over and there's a whole bunch more walking in and she, you see her black eyes widen. In D&D terms, this looks like a knoll, but with white hair. Red eyes, not not black eyes, red eyes. In World of Darkness terms, this looks like a jackal. But she's giving off uh, flux like crazy. When a Pandoran feasts on vitriol, they become a like a jumped up Pandoran, and that's what this is. They get beefed up. All right, so she goes first, actually. Uh, so first through the door is... Stitcher. Yeah. So she immediately pounces at Stitcher. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll her brawl plus her strength. Holy shit. Jesus. Um, <laughs> it's pretty bad if Eric even says Jesus. Yeah, minus your defense. A defensive one? Defensive one. That's that should be uh, it should be better than that. What because uh, defense is uh it's uh, wits plus like athletics or something silly. Like oh right, that. you Defense don't have any is lowest of wits 
dexterity or wits plus athletics. Plus athletics. And my right. dexterity wits are both one, and my athletics is zero. Oh, Jeez. right. So I have one plus I have one foot of armor, whatever that does for that, me. That reduces the damage. Now I can't counter this with my own brawling skill or something. No, they they really, for second edition, they streamlined combat. Uh, unless you have martial arts, which actually you could factor in. No, I don't. Okay. Which is a merit. She comes around, sees everybody, and just gives out this queen alien hiss. And she put, she steps one foot on the closest bed and just kind of springs at Stitcher, black claws extended, and then comes down right across your, your chest and does seven points of damage. Oh, damn. Okay, hold on. I need to make the check for the shielding, but. So minus your, your armor, which is one. Okay, I can take that. I have a really high health. <laughs> yeah. Can't dodge shit, but... Okay, I got at least one success, so the shielding holds. All right, so you take... Um... Does that explode, though? Can do, can those explode on... Well, th- this is just to check to make sure she didn't crack the radioactive shielding. As oh, long as okay. I get one success, she doesn't crack it. She did seven damage. You have one armor, correct? Yeah, so she so did that's, six. did six. Now, Prometheans, unless it's fire, it's bruising damage always. You consider lethal damage as bruising until you reach, you've maxed out your bruising, and then you start working on your lethals. Except me. Except you. <laughs> and you never, ever suffer wound penalties. So you you are at full strength and, and vitality until you drop. Okay. She springs across and just slices the front of Stitcher, and Stitcher just stands there. Dez and Joe are simultaneous. Cold Mother, is she here? Is she close? She, unless you're tw- trying to elicit a response, meaning you're going to try and like s- convince her to talk, she's she right now she's in vitriol frenzy. You got a plan? All I got you a plan. does. Des, who is still in Bargast form, okay, um, is going to spend three more pyros to activate exemplary athleticism. So now I'm just myself, but on steroids. For right now, this monster appears. And jumps right towards Gideon and Stitcher. Slices Stitcher. Des uses Pyro. So now you're seeing things for how they really are. You will have to make a disquiet check, which is actually not too bad for you. And because that is an instant action, I am also going to engage the bad mother. I'm basically going to pounce and tackle it off of Stitcher. Okay. Cold mother. Cold bitch. Yeah. She is radiating like this cold aura. What is her defense? Six. I'll spend a point of willpower, too. It's going to be five successes. This is a, your bar, guys, so you're doing a, like a bite? or Yeah, so um, so it's it counts as one lethal. Okay. So she transformed into, or they transformed into? Basically, it looks like a really big dog. Dog on dog bite. Dog yes. on dog, right. Gideon, let's, let's do a disquiet check. First for Cold Mother. Okay, do any of my things help with this? You're, you have a merit on the top of your second page there. I think it's a four-dot merit. Oh, yeah. You add that to your resist. Okay. So that's the number of dice you just automatically add to your resist. Okay. So for Cold Mother, she rolls her rank because that would represent her Azoth. And then you're rolling your resolve and composure. There's also, on the front page, you have a merit. It's called Tolerance for Biology. You see gross stuff, you see weird stuff, and it doesn't phase you as much. That gives you an, ex- an extra dice. So Cold Mother is only rolling one dice versus your handful of dice to resist disquiet. Four. 
You got four success, and she gets a critical failure. Awesome. You're, what's your Azoth? Four. And so you're at a minus two because of, of his uh, his one ability. One success. Okay. Beat one success. I got four. Okay. You change into the Bargeist, and you bite into it. Uh, and then what, what was there any other effects? Um, I also am under the effect of uh, exemplary athleticism. Okay. Which just means that I'm buffer than I usually am. Okay. All right. So that is Dez. Joe. I am going to draw the flux out of it. <laughs> okay. Then you're going to suck the flux out of it? Yeah. yeah. Suck that flux. Ew. That's from range. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm spending two pyros. Are you sure it's not touch? It's a very specific touch. Just your rollers. Oh, it says just... within 20 yards. There you go. Okay. All right. It is presence plus intimidation plus Azoth, me, versus composure plus rank. And I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. Plus rank. I have four. Tie. So what happens on a tie? Nothing? Or... If only you had used real dice. I guess it's a failure. The target Pandoran is not affected. Yep. Its success is knocked out. Your successes. Yep. So you ended up with zero successes. All right. So you go to... <laughs> Trying to draw out its uh, <laughs> its flux, her one red eye just kind of twinkles as uh, it looks at you and says, "We meet again, Joe." One red eye, really. One red eye. When we're talking one about red sucking eye. up flux. Oh, okay. Uh, and if that goes off, because that's what I'm going to do next time, it just means she has to spend double pyros to do anything. Okay, he has oh, to yeah, resist yeah, your. So this you're is where I'm going to get four tens. All right, you're at a minus two. I'm going to get four tens still. Oh, me? Yep. Just roll your dice. You're good. You didn't get any? No. Nope. Okay, so you need, you need to roll. Because you're not going to not get I one. I succeeded anyway. All right, so yeah. But you start seeing inky black smoke coming out of my eyes, ears, mouth, and nose. Nice. Stitcher, if we could take her alive. Gideon. <laughs> if I could. It's not even been my turn. I'm going to shoot it with my shotgun. Okay. Uh, so it would be firearms. Um, plus dexterity. Plus dexterity. Do you have any specialties in uh, like shotguns or anything like that? No, I don't have anything like that. Okay. Two successes. Okay. Um, so two successes. So what's the weapon damage? Uh, three. So that's a total of five damage. And then Fire. everybody's like, oh, man. So Is now that the, the coolest thing ever? Yeah, so now there's, like, smoke in the room. That was Gideon, so now it is Addie and Stitcher or Simo. I am driving the carbide-bladed bone saw right into its chest. Okay. Strength of three, weaponry of three. I'm expending a willpower, which is three. I'm one under the strength on it right now, okay. so that drops it, a die. Its defense is six, so you lose six on, out of your pool. So I lose six dice? Yep. Okay. I've only got two dice. Damn. Well, we'll see how this goes, I guess. A success. Okay. So I don't know, actually, because it was a nine. Oh, this nine is again. a nines and tens, so it's still only one success. Okay. Damage on that is five. Five plus the number of successes. So, so six. Six damage. Um, any other special abilities on that? Like um, No, I haven't imbued it with anything. Okay. This carbide bone saw goes into it. Just cuts into it. And it's, you know, you see this uh, sludge. Like 15 is, damage this thing and it's still yeah. standing? Well, it has armor. So armor always subtracts from the damage. And so. Pandorians and Centimani and stuff are actually built really tough. She's not a Sentimani, though. She's a... Um, Sublimani. Sublimani. Are intended to be a boss fight group, you know, against a group. So, uh, But she's certainly messed up. There's no doubt about it. All right, that was Stitcher, so now it is 
Addie. I'm going to go up to Roth and check on him. You run past them, check on Roth. He's still there. You know, he may talk to you, but he's destroyed. Can't try to medicine him? You can medicine him long enough to maybe talk to him before he goes. I wanted to save my buddy. You can try. You get a high enough medicine check, you might be able to stop it. Well, I think I'm rolling one dice, so. Okay. <laughs> well, if you roll one. <laughs> I'm going to roll. I'm going to use a will pack. Medicine would be intelligence plus medicine. Okay. And if I don't have it and I only have two intelligence. That would that would automatically take you down to a chance die. die. And All then right. you spend a willpower to, I guess, augment that. You to add do it three. before. You spend the willpower before. So yeah. you, have a, you wouldn't have a chance die. It wouldn't be a chance die. It'd be regular die. You'd have basically three, right? Because you don't have medicine. So you, just have, you spend a willpower, you got three dice, you lose three dice. I guess you will be. Yeah, it would be chance. Either way, you, you add it up, yeah. Well, then don't So spend. how many dice am I? Don't waste your willpower is what we're saying. It would just be a waste of willpower to do it because you're still rolling a chance die. Okay, so I... Okay. Yeah. I got an eight. Okay. Success. That's, is that a success? Not yeah. on a chance die. Chance use... die is a one or a, t- a, one or a ten. Those are the I'm going to use my good brain. Oh, and... to try and get it in? Okay. Yep. Hey. Nine! Oh, so close. You need a 10 on a chance die. Yeah, that's what. Bullshit. Yeah. Ross, I don't, I don't know how to... I don't think I can save you. His clown mouth is just moving in slow... Oh, God. Wordless mo- motions. I have medicine as well, but there's no way I'm saving this fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> that's the round, so Cold Mother's turn again, and she's... On Stitcher, so she's going to stay Didn't on that. did I tackle her You off? did. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> right now, Des has a defensive nine. Oh, nice. Oh, that makes things a lot easier. Great. So I'm well on my Pokemon. Chance die. Hell yeah. You have you knock her off of uh, off of Stitcher. Her claws rake at your back, but don't they don't find any anything to dig into. Uh, so that's really all that she does. She's just trying to you know, like claw you as you're, you're like laying there next to her. Des and Joe. I'm doing the same thing I did before. I'm basically doing the same thing, too, just with more cinematic flair this time. It was composure and rank. Right. Oh, right. Four successes? You beat me. Still nothing. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a bad sound. <laughs> What's her defense again? Uh, defense of six. Six. Okay. Uh, I will spend another willpower. I'm not about this thing and how it fucked up my little baby. You're both my children. Congratulations! Surprise, it's a Promethean! Yay! I rolled six. Six successes? Yes. Phew. What's the total damage of that? Seven. Nice. The fur is just starting to separate, and you see the black muscle tissue underneath, and oh. you're just really getting into it. Yeah, no, Des is clamping down on its throat. <laughs> okay. Gideon, you're you're right there. You see Des is now, like, on top of this thing, and it's squirming. It tried to, to like, claw Des to try and get it off, and Des is now digging deeper into it. Uh, what am I rolling again for this? It's, it's my uh, firearms fire and my dexterity. Dexterity at a minus two. Nothing. You shoot right next to Dez as no. Dez is like digging in. Uh, Stitcher and Addy are Simo. And I'll do my two die attempt on the uh, buzzsaw. Okay. Oh, nine and tens again. It's one. Let's say I get the, the exploding die. Uh-huh. On the re-roll, I know it has to be a 10 to explode again, yes. but is an 8, 9, or 10 still a success? Yes. Okay, then it's two successes. Okay. So plus a base damage of five, so seven. Seven damage. How do you kill this one? I push the blade into its chest, and I just keep pushing it down. I mean, it's blood, bone, 
cutting through organs. I just keep pushing it down until it finally just gives up and it's just there on the floor in a pool of its own ichor. So yeah, and it just it just starts to like dissolve. And then it like starts getting into the ice and underneath and you start smelling this horrid stench as the blade itself is starting to, you know, superheat. What's left of the body? Uh, it's mostly there, at least for now. I turn to the group, leave the room. Now. <laughs> I get the fuck out. <laughs> okay, so, Eddie, you're there with Roth, and he's oh, leans in. My own. <laughs> he leans forward, and all he says before is the, the light fades and Icker stops flowing. Mini, talk, hydro, station. Everybody else is filing out. I start crying as my friend died, and then I also leave. Doggy Des goes over and like <laughs> I'm still None a Vargist. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. And you know that thing that dogs do whenever they can tell you're sad? Yeah. And they put their their head under your arm and they like prop your arm up. <laughs> That's what Des does. I'll I'll scratch your ears a little. Des doesn't wag their tail. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you file out. The, That's kind of creepy, actually. And I'll say goodbye to Cold Mother. Yeah, Cold Mother just doesn't uh, doesn't react because you know Cold Mother is yeah. is dead, inert now. Yeah. Goodbye, old friend. What? <laughs> that was a friend of yours. The fuck? All right, so they are now out. Stitcher, what are you wanting to do? I scan it head to toe. Okay. And once I've got all of the data that I need, my left hand opens up just into a sea of writhing wires that begin pushing through its eye sockets, its jaw, all along its musculature, changing it, pulling it back together, sending shocks of electricity and flames of radioactive spray into it until eventually its eyes light up again and it stands back up. You serve me now. Yes. There is a human outside. You will protect him. At all cost. Yes. Awesome. Okay, I step back and let it walk out of the room. Okay. I look at the corpse of this clown. Okay. Do I think his joint could have done any of the things I saw in the video? No, there's no way. Do I see any signs whatsoever that this thing is still alive and no tattoos on it? Do I see any sign of bad mojo whatsoever? No. As a matter of fact, now that you mention that, Cold Mother... After it, it died and you like start to inject all of your, your probes and, and, and what you're doing, the black mark on its forehead actually starts to like fade like smoke and then it goes away. Okay, so this clown appears to just be completely dead yeah. and there's no heat from it, no nope. cold from it. No. Nope. Okay, then I just turn and leave it and walk out of the room. Okay, so you guys are walking down the balcony and then you hear as you turn and look and you see Cold Mother is now coming out of... The room. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. It definitely does look again. right, though. It's shambling now. Right. It's got a gaping wound in its chest. Do we notice, like, the wires? And oh, shit? yeah. Oh, yeah. It is visibly changed. <laughs> yeah. So I yell, oh, shit, and get behind the giant fucking dog. <laughs> yeah. Does his hackles go up? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Is it flux energy animating it, or is it? Divine fire energy, uh, essentially. You use pyros to do that, correct? Yeah, it's pyros. Yeah, it's divine fire. Hmm. I walk up to it. Okay. It looks at you. Is this thing safe now? Gideon. It's the human back there. You hear it hiss. Gideon. 
I'm like holding onto the fur of the dog. <laughs> I'm useless you... in a fight, but I also stand in front of Gideon. Are oh you God, here shit. to hurt Gideon? No, it is here to protect him now. Before, its life had no value. It still does not, but now its life has purpose. <laughs> Did you do this? Yes. Why? To preserve a greater life than mine. <gasps> Why? Stitch is my favorite. It is like why asking ten is greater than five. You didn't seem to have any desires earlier. You'd have to have a desire to do something to, to do this. It's utilitarian conclusion, not desire. I do not want it any more than a keyboard wants to show A on a screen when you press the A key. <laughs> but it is what I do. <laughs> I am completing my function. You have a directive? You said you have a function. Well, what's your function there, Stitcher? Because I am still discovering it. But for now, I'm going with mathematical and ontological truths. Gideon is greater than us. Therefore, we must serve, protect, and obey Gideon. Well, I don't know about that, guys. Uh, I can demonstrate it to you. Gideon is something special. I'll give you that. I'm like oh, making like bashful little like circles in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> How long does this thing last? So long oh, as okay. I follow it. You can't take that thing into town. I can. Oh, yes. You shouldn't take that thing into town. Yeah. That may be true. Dez turns back into Dez and is like, that is absolutely not going into town. I'm still holding on to you, by the way. you're just, just like holding on to my flannel now. shirt. <laughs> I want to roll occult Promethean lore. Have I ever seen anything or heard of anything like this? You can try. Two. Two successes. You've heard of things such as this before, not in any stretch of what you're seeing, but there is not just uh, Promethean lore, but there's also like spiritual lore, there's voodoo, things like that where yeah. bodies are animated. But this is is something a little bit different, and it's a it's an ability pretty specific to his refinement. Okay. Des is really curious about Addy actually. Because I'm acting too human. Yeah. Do you do you feel sad? I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyone know about the Minitok Hydro Station? That was a good evade. That was not a good evade. I thought it was a good evade. That was a very clumsy evade. And I we, thought it was good. We will discuss this. I'm going to be following Gideon. Does that name Vince mean anything to you? Uh, I don't know why it would. Thank you for listening to this episode of Polyaborant. Theme music by A.C. Rusinov. Background music by David Feslian, Machinima Sound, and Musica Cthuliana. Edited by Gage Verano. Produced and directed by Eric Osley. Chronicles of Darkness and Promethean Second Edition are properties of Onyx Path Publishing. Theater is property of Side Tangent Productions, Incorporated.